Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet and I will read for you this Monday the 21st of November or the 27th of Cheshvan on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history, Noah leaves the ark, possible date, Genesis 8:14. Quote, in the second month, counting from Tishrei, on the 27th day of the month, the earth was dry. Then God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. The parasha this week is called Toldot, and that means generations. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Genesis, or Bereshit, chapter 26, verses 6 through 12. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing and thanking God for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Yitzchak lived in Gerar. The men of the place asked him about his wife. He said, She is my sister, for he was afraid to say, My wife lest he thought the men of the place might kill me for Rivka because she is beautiful to look at. When he had been there a long time, Avimelech, king of the Philistines, looked through a window and saw, and behold, Yitzchak was caressing Rivka, his wife. Avimelech called Yitzchak and said, Behold, surely she is your wife. Why did you say she is my sister? Yitzchak said to him, Because I said, lest I die because of her. Avimelech said, What is this you have done to us? One of the people might easily have lain with your wife, and you would have brought guilt on us. Avimelech commanded all the people, saying, He who touches this man or his wife will surely be put to death. Yitzchak sowed in that land, and reaped in the same year one hundred times what he planted. The Lord blessed him. That was Genesis 26, 6 through 12. Our portion from the prophets will today be Judges or Shoftim, chapters 14 and 15. Shimshon went down to Timnah and saw a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. So he came up and told his father and mother, saying, I have seen a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. Now, therefore, get her for me as my wife. Then his father and his mother said to him, Is there not a woman among your brother's daughters or among all my people? that you go to take a wife of the uncircumcised Philistines. Shimshon said to his father, Get her for me, for she pleases me well. 
But his father and his mother did not know that it was of the Lord, for he sought an occasion against the Philistines. Now at that time the Philistines ruled over Israel. Then Shimshon went down to Timnah with his father and his mother and came to the vineyards of Timnah. And behold, a young lion roared at him. Then the Ruach of the Lord came mightily on him, and he tore him as he would have torn a young goat with his bare hands. But he did not tell his father or his mother what he had done. He went down and talked with the woman, and she pleased Shimshon well. After a while he returned to take her, and he went over to see the carcass of the lion. And behold, there was a swarm of bees in the body of the lion and honey. He took it into his hands and went on, eating as he went. He came to his father and mother and gave to them, and they ate. But he did not tell them that he had taken the honey out of the lion's body. His father went down to the woman, and Shimshon made a feast there, for the young men used to do so. When they saw him, they brought thirty companions to be with him. And Shimshon said to them, Let me tell you a riddle now. If you can tell me the answer within the seven days of the feast and find it out, then I will give you thirty linen garments and thirty changes of clothing. But if you cannot tell me the answer, then you shall give me thirty linen garments and thirty changes of clothing. And they said to him, Tell us your riddle, that we may hear it. And he said to them, Out of the eater came forth meat, out of the strong came forth sweetness. Now for three days they could not solve the riddle. And it came to pass on the seventh day that they said to Shimshon's wife, Entice your husband that he may declare to us the riddle, lest we burn you and your father's house with fire. Have you called us to impoverish us? Is that not so? Shimshon's wife wept before him and said, You just hate me and do not love me. You have told a riddle to the children of my people and have not told it to me. He said to her, Behold, I have not told my father or my mother, so why should I tell you? She wept before him the seven days, while the feast lasted, and on the seventh day he told her, because she pressed him severely, and she told the riddle to the children of her people. The men of the city said to him on the seventh day, before the sun went down, What is sweeter than honey, and what is stronger than a lion? And he said to them, If you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have found out my riddle. Then the Ruach of the Lord came upon him mightily, and he went down to Ashkelon and struck thirty men of them. He took their plunder, then gave the changes of clothing to those who declared the riddle. And his anger burned, and he went up to his father's house. But Shimshon's wife was given to his companion, who had been his friend. But after a while, in the time of the wheat harvest, Shimshon visited his wife with a young goat, and he said, I will go into my wife's room. 
but her father would not allow him to go in. And her father said, I most certainly thought that you utterly hated her, therefore I gave her to your companion. Is not her younger sister more beautiful than she? Please take her instead. Shimshon said to them, This time I will be blameless in the case of the Philistines when I harm them. Then Shimshon went and caught three hundred foxes and took torches and turned tail to tail and put a torch in the middle between every two tails. And when he had set the torches on fire, he released the foxes into the standing grain of the Philistines and burnt up both the shocks and the standing grain and also the olive groves. Then the Philistines said, Who has done this? And they said, Shimshon, the son-in-law of the Timnite, because he has taken his wife and given her to his companion. The Philistines came up and burnt her and her father with fire. Shimshon said to them, If you behave like this, surely I will take revenge on you, and after that I will cease. And he struck them hip and thigh with a great slaughter, and he went down and lived in the cave in Etam's rock. Then the Philistines went up, camped in Yehuda, and spread themselves in Lehi. The men of Yehuda said, Why have you come up against us? They said, We have come up to bind Shimshon, to do to him as he has done to us. Then three thousand men of Yehuda went down to the cave in Etam's rock and said to Shimshon, Do you not know that the Philistines are rulers over us? What then is this that you have done to us? And he said to them, As they did to me, so I have done to them. And they said to him, We have come down to bind you, that we may deliver you into the hand of the Philistines. And Shimshon said to them, Swear to me that you will not attack me yourselves. They spoke to him, saying, No, but we will bind you securely and deliver you into their hands, but surely we will not kill you. Then they bound him with two new ropes and brought him up from the rock. When he came to Lehi, the Philistines shouted as they met him. Then the Ruach of the Lord came mightily on him, and the ropes that were on his arms became as flax that was burnt with fire, and his bands dropped from off his hands. He found a fresh jawbone of a donkey, put out his hand, took it, and struck a thousand men with it. Then Shimshon said, With the jawbone of a donkey, heaps on heaps, with the jawbone of a donkey I have struck a thousand men. When he finished speaking, he threw the jawbone out of his hand, and that place was called Ramatlehi. And he was very thirsty, and called on the Lord and said, You have given this great deliverance by the hand of your servant, and now I shall die of thirst and fall into the hands of the uncircumcised. But God split the hollow place that is in Lehi, and water came out of it. And when he had drunk, his spirit came again, and he revived. Therefore its name was called En Hakor which is in Lehi to this day.
And he judged Israel twenty years in the days of the Philistines. That was Judges 14 and 15. And now we have our portion from the writings, which today will be Psalm 38. A psalm by David for a memorial. Lord, do not rebuke me in your wrath, neither chasten me in your hot displeasure. For your arrows have pierced me, your hand presses hard on me. There is no soundness in my flesh because of your indignation. Neither is there any health in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head. As a heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. My wounds are loathsome and corrupt because of my foolishness. I am in pain and bow down greatly. I go mourning all day long. For my waist is filled with burning. There is no soundness in my flesh. I am faint and severely bruised. I have groaned by reason of the anguish of my heart. Lord, all my desire is before you. My groaning is not hidden from you. My heart throbs, my strength fails me. As for the light of my eyes, it has also left me. My lovers and my friends stand aloof from my plague. My kinsmen stand far away. They also who seek after my life lay snares. Those who seek my hurt speak mischievous things and utter deceits all day long. But I, as a deaf man, do not hear. I am as a mute man who does not open his mouth. Yes, I am as a man who does not hear, in whose mouth are no reproofs. For I hope in you, Lord. You will answer, Lord my God. For I said, do not let them gloat over me, or exalt themselves over me when my foot slips. For I am ready to fall, my pain is continually before me. For I will declare my iniquity, I will be sorry for my sin. But my enemies are vigorous and many. Those who hate me without reason are numerous. They who render evil for good are also adversaries to me, because I follow what is good. Do not forsake me, Lord, my God. Do not be far from me. Hurry to help me, Lord, my salvation. That was Psalm or Telim 38. Now we have arrived at our final portion for today, to the Apostolic Writings, and we will read Matthew or Matityahu chapter 27. Verses 1 through 31. Now when morning had come, all the chief Kohanim and the elders of the people took counsel against Yeshua to put him to death. And they bound him and led him away and delivered him up to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Then Yehuda, who betrayed him, when he saw that Yeshua was condemned, 
felt remorse and brought back the thirty pieces of silver to the chief Kohanim and elders, saying, I have sinned in that I betrayed innocent blood. But they said, What is that to us? You see to it. Then he threw down the pieces of silver in the sanctuary and departed. He went away and hanged himself. But the chief Kohanim took the pieces of silver and said, It is not lawful to put them into the treasury, since it is the price of blood. So they took counsel and bought the potter's field with them to bury strangers in. Therefore that field was called the field of blood to this day. Then that which was spoken through Yahu the prophet was fulfilled, saying, They took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him upon whom a price had been set, whom some of the sons of Israel prized, and they gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord commanded me. Now Yeshua stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? Yeshua said to him, So you say. When he was accused by the chief Kohanim and elders, he answered nothing. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But he gave him no answer, not even one word, so that the governor marveled greatly. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release to the multitude one prisoner whom they desired. And at that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barabba. When therefore they were gathered together, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release to you, Barabba or Yeshua, who is called Mashiach? For he knew that because of envy they had delivered him up. While he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent to him, saying, Have nothing to do with that righteous man. For I have suffered many things today in a dream because of him. Now the chief Kohanim and the elders persuaded the multitudes to ask for Baaba and destroy Yeshua. But the governor answered and said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release to you? And they said, Baaba. Pilate said to them, What then shall I do to Yeshua who is called Mashiach? They all said to him, Let him be crucified. But the governor said, Why? What evil has he done? But they cried out exceedingly, saying, Let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that nothing was being gained, but rather that a disturbance was starting, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this righteous person. You see to it. And all the people answered, May his blood be on us and on our children. Then he released to them Bar Abba, but Yeshua he flogged and delivered to be crucified. Then the governor's soldiers took Yeshua into the praetorium and gathered the whole garrison together against him. And they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. They braided a crown of thorns and put it on his head, 
and a reed in his right hand. And they kneeled down before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! They spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. And when they had mocked him, they took the robe off him and put his clothes on him and led him away to crucify him. That was Matthew or Matityahu 27, 1 through 31. If you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you would also read Romans chapter 10 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray that you will have a blessed day, that you will have gotten inspiration and wisdom and strength from listening to the Word of the Lord. It's a privilege to read to you all, busy moms, and I will sign off today with saying Shalom from Israel until next time.